0: This is the M Word. I'm Michaela Hyde.
1: I'm Nick Hyde.
0: And welcome to the M Word podcast. The podcast where we talk openly and honestly about marriage and relationships, including ours.
1: We're married, but this is for everyone who thinks that making a relationship work and last, like most things in life, is worth the effort.
0: Hello. Here we are. Episode 7. I thought I was about to sneeze then. You know, you get that tickle in your nose. You know what I mean? <laughs> But you didn't. I didn't, and I thought that's not really a great way of starting the podcast, no, is it? Is that going
1: so... to be on your mind now?
0: No, no, I think I think we're okay. Does the moment pass? I think it has passed, but you never know, it might s- <laughs> suddenly reappear. You're be
1: living on the edge for the next 20 minutes. I know. Just it's... not knowing what's going to happen. I know, it's very Welcome exciting.
0: Welcome to episode seven. Episode seven, Apple Strudel, Shoehorns, and Pressing the Reset Button. We're having quite a lot of fun just thinking up titles for I, our podcast. It
1: seems like they're getting more and more tenuous for the sake of it.
0: Well, a little bit intriguing, I'm hoping, but maybe not. I mean, feel free to email us in and email in and say what <laughs> Think about our Getting titles. that in early. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. Just it's worth pushing that quite early on, isn't it?
1: Apple strudel, shoehorns, and pressing the reset button. Yes.
0: Should we? Should we give a quick explanation of why?
1: I think so. That
0: is the case. Well, because we always begin by what have we been doing since the last podcast? Okay. So.
1: Well, this time we've actually done something interesting. We have instead done... of it, Instead of like, yeah, I've been at school for a week. It's quite hard work, but everything's fine. Yeah. We, we've been to Vienna.
0: <laughs> we have been to Vienna, and um, and that's obviously. Why well, the apple strudel is in the title. And you did actually have apple strudel, didn't you? Well, I, I did. Well, it,
1: it, would, it would seem wrong not to have apple strudel. I know. So we, I know. Uh, in fact, it was very nice because we were taken by some very, very kind Austrians to, uh, to a cafe. We did that little forlorn look. Where should we go? And uh, <laughs> they said, come, come to this most wonderful cafe. And we had apple strudel. And they said, no, no, we must pay. And we said, oh, go on then. <laughs> um, so, yeah, lovely coffee, apple strudel.
0: That was very nice, and you had as well with your apple studio, Just it's worth pointing out here. You know that sort of whole sense of let's embrace the culture fully. Mm. So you had the apple strudel. Do you have vanilla sauce with it, or do you not have vanilla sauce? Now you've always liked a little bit of sauce, haven't you, Nick?
1: <laughs> yes. I don't know why I'm
0: laughing, but that's because I, I, I can't I was see any Anticipating your your kind of you know humour. Oh, humor she's in that. so
1: childish. I can only apologise um, on her behalf.
0: And uh, <laughs> but you do prefer like you like things with gravy, or you like things it's with true. with something you like do a prefer a bit. So you had the vanilla sauce, and they serve it in a little jug next to your strudel, and it was and nice, you, wasn't it? It was because obviously was.
1: you always have to have a bite of every every single item of food I ever have.
0: I, well, if I only if I want to have a bite of it, I don't have to if it's one I don't like. But yes, I do. It's what this do kind do? of the way it's the way we work, isn't it? That it's you, how we
1: roll, darling. It is
0: how we roll. <laughs> so that's so apple strudel. But why were we be in Vienna? It wasn't just to have apple strudel. Was you it? can't,
1: yeah, because we can't give away the whole title in one go. No, that's apple strudel. That's out apple of the shoe strudel. Horns and the reset button. Okay. So we were in Vienna because it was the International Marriage Week Conference.
0: Which um, was the first time that we've been to that because obviously I've only been doing Marriage Week.
1: So, in case, fully. yeah, I mean, because some people might just be listening to this podcast. It's the first one because they like food and they've seen apple strudel and they think it's about <laughs> cooking. Right? Yeah. So you, or they
0: like shoehorns. I or, mean, shoehorn yes, enthusiasts could also so be.
1: A reset button. That's the other possible title. Don't go there. No, you won't. We'll so come back to that later. You run. Marriage Week for the UK, but we went to the international conference where all the other people like you (laughs) who run Marriage Week in their countries, because it's running about 27-ish countries around the world, which is pretty amazing. It is. It has to be said.
0: And Although, obviously, we're in Europe. That we did have a lovely lady from South Africa, so she'd really travelled a distance to be part of it. But there, it's also Liesel, that's right. Um, think Sound of Music, Hello, Liesl. which is also ties in Vienna, doesn't it? Because one of the girls from Sound of Music. No, Moving okay. On. For those who know, Sound of Music, one of the girls called Liesl. Anyway, um, but yes, yeah, so she was there. But there, it's also in New Zealand as well, Marriage Week. takes place in New Zealand and parts of America. But there were lots of um, European countries and we met some really lovely people. We met a lovely couple from Croatia and we already booked ourselves in for a holiday with them. Yes. <laughs> and uh, the Czech Republic, another really great couple. Yeah. But, you know, in all seriousness, it was really good fun to be there. And just seeing lots of people who are passionate about what they're doing because they care about relationships. Yeah,
1: and each each... I mean, each kind of country. It was a bit like Eurovision, wasn't it? But each country um, yeah. sang a song. No, they they gave a little look. Here's a snapshot of what we've what we've done in our m- most recent Marriage Week. Yes, um, and it was what what struck me was there was a similar there was a similar passion, a similar heart, a similar kind of value for marriage and a desire to see other people. Thrive. Yeah, thrive. thrive. Other people in relationships well. thrive. So yeah. that, that was really exciting. And to be the other of. thing to
0: say is, again, if you're the first time listening, the whole point of doing the M Word podcast is to be real and honest and open. And, and you know, sometimes we hear about marriage stuff and it can feel a bit elitist. And this is absolutely recognising, you know, we all have our faults. we all going to do things wrong at times. But let's make what we have Good. Let's make it good and make it work and last, you know. Regardless, but yeah, it was interesting. As Nick said, there were a number of different um, kind of things that were being spoken about. So, in the Czech Republic, for example, they had a, like, a massive billboard campaign, and they're really trying to appeal to men to join in, and maybe yep. because again, there can be that oh, marriage and flowers. And what was their logo? Know. Come,
1: come, fight for something that will last. So they yeah. have these huge billboard. I mean, like you know, as big as billboards get beside motorways. Yeah. There's a little photo of. Them. Looking all all excited with little grinny faces, with the billboard behind them, wasn't there?
0: There was, there was. Yeah, the um, billboard itself wasn't them with excited faces. but it said,
1: was, "Oh yeah, they went on yeah. the billboard." Um, but it said, "Come fight for something that will last." Do you remember
0: the Czech version of that? Ah, yes. Go on then.
1: No, I haven't got a clue. You could
0: have just made something up then. I could uh, have done Anyway, but,
1: it, but no, I don't remember either. No. But
0: anyway, they also had on their kind of um, subway or underground, they had like a tube map for relationships and that was quite a cool idea as well. Yeah, that's quite nice. So the kind of like tube journey, map thing with the journey of relationships. on track. And that, that was
1: promoting marriage courses, wasn't it? Because it had yes. a marriage course junction and then... Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. And then you had, for example, Germany, they, they were doing these free date night bags. Um, so you could have a cinema bag and it had popcorn and other bits and pieces. Um, they talked about Wellness at home bags that had candles and you know sort of yeah, just calming yeah. stuff and Italian at home so it's kind of Italian ingredients but they also and this is sorry uh, I went away yeah. from the microphone this is a little bit that you didn't know I was, was gonna gonna say, do, going to do for a
1: visual aid didn't
0: you didn't know I was going to do I've Work got so here well a podcast I've got a here. Aid. A chocolate bar. That's the wrapping, you can I'm, hear. I'm excited you're is opening it. Why bar? are you opening it now? Because I thought it would just like be a, a nice little, little, a little our, surprise. like a free prize to our so, thousandth
1: listener this that we can is, give out in five no, years' we're, time? No, we're
0: eating it now. There's a piece for you. This is a piece Thank of chocolate. Much. And this is a, cho- a podcast, marriage week chocolate, chocolate. Mm. bar that Germany gave out. And uh, do you like it? Mm. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Well, mm, Fruity. Yeah. Well, it is the second one we've had actually, but you didn't know I was going to open it now, did you? We got we got given these during the week as well, weekend. Yeah.
1: Mandarin or something? No. Ah, raspberry. Dunkel Himbiri. It's Dunkel Himbiri.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> which must be. Um...
0: I'll go with Mang Hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's raspberry. For Altakis noch immer Zeit.
0: Raspberry. This Raspberry. is why I'm allowed to have a taste of Nick's food, because he doesn't even know what flavour he's tasting anyway, so it mean, means nothing to him. Huh <laughs> oh, oh, Vienna. Oh, Vienna. Oh, that was, that was um,
1: obvious, but at least we got that out of the way.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, what about South Africa, though? They had this... They had... I mean, I was really impressed with the mm. huge amount of celebrity endorsement for their marriage Week. Massive. Massive. Because they just... I guess through a lot of hard work and persistence seem to get a whole lot of of celebrities thinking, yeah, do you know what? Stable relationships are awesome, let's promote it and we will do a sort of a big Thumbs up for their marriage week. So they had lots of um social media stuff going on. They had their love bridge. Yeah, they had the love bridge. The
0: love bridge. The The Love Bridge. (laughs) bridge. (laughs) But it was they again I think they had a celebrity opening this Love Bridge. And the idea is that couples put um a padlock on the Love Bridge and throw away the key. Now, it was interesting because I hadn't realised I've seen pictures, I don't know if you've seen pictures online, but I've seen images of these padlocks on bridges, and I, I didn't know it's actually called a love bridge. And but the idea being that you're saying whatever happens, through good or bad, I'm you know staying in this relationship. I'm throwing away the key to say yep. we are locked onto each other. So I thought that was quite a nice, fun, interaction. And I thing find it
1: interesting that it's uh, it's something in in people wanting to do a physical act that yeah. says I'm committing to a relationship. And I can't help but think. That's what a marriage ring, ring marriage wing it's, it's, it's the same heart as giving and exchanging rings. Yeah. Where you say, I'm committing to you. I give you this ring as a sign of our marriage. Yeah. And it's it's a commitment. Yeah, you know, it's, again, it's that- Whether you call it marriage or not, it's a commitment. And you could say love bridge, padlock, throwing the key away is a non-marriage, but exactly the same thing. It's a it's commitment of saying, look, I'm going to publicly do something and leave a physical thing tied that represents our marriage.
0: And it's we had our episode where we talked Boom, about commitment. Episode finished. Um finished. <laughs> <laughs> which was um, the forever. You, are you getting bored then? Is that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no. Sorry, <laughs> darling, go on. Um, the uh, forever conversation was one of our one of our episodes, and that's exactly it. So whether you're married or not, have you had that conversation about forever? And can you demonstrate that in some way? And yeah. that's kind of feeds into what you're God, saying we've there. we've got loads
1: to cram in today, haven't we? I know. We? we
0: haven't even talked about the shoehorn. And we well, need to talk about that next yeah
1: i mean obviously the highlight yeah for you in well, particular cuz well, it was it like was, a discovery it,
0: but then it was a discovery for you and even you were surprised weren't you are you wondering <laughs> well, what we're going to say about shoehorns? Yeah. so so we were in our in our hotel which was um it was one of those like quite bright sort of functional rooms yeah to much detail. Much just, it was Move a really on. nice room. Okay. If you want to know more about the room, email me and I'll, I'll reply to you personally. The M Word like...
1: podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. No, go into great detail about the hotel room. No, it's I don't fine. think any of our listeners it's have been fine. to a hotel room before. So share it with the group.
0: so sarcastic, aren't you? Anyway, what was interesting, you know, you go to different countries or you go to different hotels and they have different facilities on offer. They do. In our room. Trouser press is a highlight. That's the UK thing, isn't it? The the trouser press. Does
1: anyone ever use a trouser press in a hotel room? I need to email hook things on. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, on The, end the of M-word them. podcast at gmail.com. Anyway, too
0: much detail, Nick. Too much detail. Let's Sorry. get on to what we're talking about. So they had hanging up on a on a hook, a shoehorn. And and I thought, shoehorn, you know, when you know, when do you ever see those anymore? I thought that was something that my granny had, maybe. Mm. Anyway, I was putting my shoes on and they were a bit tricky and I thought, hang on a second, I like to use all the facilities <laughs> wherever I go. You paid for that shoehorn. Paid... You paid for
1: <laughs> use of that shoehorn.
0: So I used the shoehorn and my goodness, it was incredible. I was so impressed. And you, you were know,
1: so impressed, I but, had to try it myself. You
0: know when you have a pair of shoes though where the laces come up right to the top and it takes a lot of time to undo all the laces and you just, oh, yeah, just want to get we've your on there, quickly. There. This half the time, I would suggest of me putting on and my I shoes. I suppose
1: I'll reflect. Oh, hang on a second. Oh, oh technical just, hitch. Technical hitch. There's Let me just get rid of that. That's I supposed would, to get. Stop. It. Stop. Oh, hang on. Right. There we go. That's gone. Ignore that. That, that comes we'll, later. We'll, yes. On. We'll okay. sort that out seamlessly. So. So anyway, a shoehorn is something everyone's obviously been aware of, but do people actually use them? And I think our discovery was, you know, actually it is quite a sensible invention.
0: So part of the M word now is to, you know, reimagine the shoehorn. I think I might go on Dragon's Den or something like that. What do you reckon? I think No, maybe not. Yeah, but anyway, if not. you like using shoehorns, then email us at the M word podcast.
1: And talking uh, of emails, we've had an international email.
0: Well, we have. Our we have. friend who lives in the UK who's Don't originally say it's from our Holland.
1: You can't say it's our friend. That gives away that it's our okay, friend that's emailed I us. I know.
0: But it was really nice because she um, she was really interested in our podcast and we are very grateful. But I just thought I'd be honest about that. that it was our that friend that emailed us. That is true. You're in. right. But she's emailed him with a really good question. And she's
1: Dutch, hence an international she is, email. Yeah,
0: she is. So anyway, um, she said, I'm not sure if it lines up with your topics, but friends whose marriages have sadly broken up have often said things like, we got married two years young. I wonder what your thoughts are on that. If that's true, is it equally possible to get married too old? I've never heard that said before, but why not?
1: And that is an excellent question, and a question that we thought was too good to answer with a glib yes or, or no. No. Mm. Um, so we will park that in the. We'll come back to this and do an episode potentially around this, or at least focus on it.
0: But in the meantime, if you are somebody that has um, been married really, you know, really early on, or maybe you're in a relationship and it started from when you were really young, um, or whether you're somebody, an older couple that have got got together or got married later on, then. You know, email us in your story, um, and yeah, we'd like to to cover that and talk about that because I think the whole age thing and how we approach relationships is definitely something to be explored. So thank you to our lovely friend Yumka for sending that question in to us. Yep. we will come back to that. We will so, come back to that. Um, so
1: is it time now for our new feature? <laughs> yes.
0: Do we have a little jingle for the new feature? We, we don't do. have
1: a new jingle. We should no. though. <laughs> That's what's in the news? <laughs>
0: yeah, that was fabulous. Oh, that, I mean,
1: that'll keep them coming back. Yeah, that, yeah that'll do it, yes. Yeah, yeah so, Hook so, them in with that one. So,
0: yeah, we'll, we'll think about how we can uh, describe that. But, uh, of course, if you've got any
1: ideas... <laughs> Email us at the M Word uh, I'm going to stop doing that this now. Is, I'm going to stop. Is, so, we not. thought we'd have yeah. a little feature of what's in the news. Um, partly because there was some ridiculous stuff in the news. No, we thought when there's stuff about relationships, which is often featuring in the news, it'd be worth us just commenting on stuff that we've noticed, and potentially delving into some of our links and experience with research and Marriage Foundation, et etc., yeah. etc. Um, so there was uh, an article in the the Guardian, was it?
0: It was in the Guardian, and um, it's, it's the also Guardian. the Observer, I think, and some others as well.
1: Which was by behavioural scientist Paul Dolan, who um, has a new book coming out. Sorry, I'll try not to be too cynical. I'll start again. Uh, Paul Downer has a new book, which obviously got promoted by this getting into The Guardian, which is great. Uh, Women are happier without children or a spouse, says Happiness Expert. So it's got the normal things where they're kind of saying, hey, this is now science. Uh, Let me just read the first bit. We may have suspected it already great science there so I should say I'm a, I'm a physics teacher, engineer, science background, you know stats are like that kind of stuff and it always greats when any um, media starts by if they're quoting you know either we knew this already and look the facts back it up totally yeah. unscientific, or get science in so people think, ooh, it must be true. Yes. You know, bad science is so frustrating for me as a scientist. Anyway, we may have expected it already, but now the science backs it up. Unmarried and childless women are the happiest subgroup in the population, and they're more likely to live longer than their married and child-rearing peers, according to a leading expert in happiness. So, Okay, sorry, I'm going to rant about this. Fine, you go ahead and have a little rant if you want. So we looked into this, and actually some of the guys in the Marriage Foundation did a little bit as well. And uh, the short version is there's um, one, one set of interviews generating some stats which have been interpreted as to a sweeping statement about all those married and unmarried and with children.
0: And the interviews, by the way, were not even in the same room with the people. It was like an over-the-phone interview.
1: And, And in essence, what he found was there was a subtle difference in how people describe their relationship if the other person who they're in relationship with was in the room with them. And it showed a, like a one, literally 1% difference in their responses over that sample as to happiness and unhappiness. It was
0: less than 1%, wasn't it? Well, wasn't it was just slightly.
1: To, uh, I'm rounding up to 1% to, to give Paul be the benefit of the doubt. Um, and it really did not say anything conclusive. And then the media headline is like, boom, science has proved you're happy that children. So to have a look at some sort of in terms of the scale, hugely bigger data. The Institute for Family Studies, um, they've they've got a survey that runs over nine years of data from 2010 to 2018, which is analyzed in depth looking at happiness by marital and parental status for adults age 18 to 50. And to cut a long story short, uh percentage that would say very happy um is in forty to 50, forty to forty-one percent um if married uh, 20 and 18 percent if separated or divorced or 22 to 20 percent would say very happy if never married. So look, have a look on it's ifstudies.org there's a blog are married people still happier which they've put actually as a response to this because they're thinking what on earth is this coming out of nowhere. Um, so I yeah, I will stop there. But I it was might, just... Uh,
0: yeah, it was frustrating because I think the thing is, um, the concern with all of this is that obviously any data that's produced is, in essence, a generalisation. We will all know people who are married and Unhappy, and we'll know cohabiting couples who are absolutely, you know, happy. The women are completely happy. So there will be variances within that. But to actually stage something that could get the whole nation thinking, well, if you're married, then you know you're likely to be a lot less happy. Um, for me, it was just so flawed in its approach. And I think that you know why we do the N word podcast is because we think it's important for for everyone to have sense of fulfilment in their relationship, and that's what we are seeking to do as a couple as you know Nick and I what we are doing is to to find fulfillment and to find to be the best version of ourselves in our relationship and I think it's fundamentally um, damaging actually to kind of sow this thought this idea um, that married women are going to be unhappy when it's absolutely absolutely actually on data that isn't there's no integrity with this data i feel that's what i that's my my view on this um so it is you know absolutely we need to look at these things and i think the reason why data and research happens it's not so that you make any particular group feel good or bad about themselves the point of it is is to inform us in our thinking and in our choices that we make Mm. to understand the bigger picture behind our actions and you know and that's why we talk about for example the forever conversation we're saying we know from data and stats that having a conversation about forever makes a big difference choosing to commit makes a difference to how relationships work it's up to people how they respond yeah. to that but don't make things up and remember
1: <laughs> this is the m-word so in a marriage context context giving and sharing of rings in a non-marriage context maybe it is a padlock on a bridge but it's the same thing it's that forever conversation so look paul dolan apologies if we've misrepresented you and maybe the guardian took what you said and they've made it into headlines or whatever and if you want to you know email well, they us did and chat actually about it, amend that's it
0: that's can i just say they did amend it i think there was a little bit of controversy because there Go was on. a statement in there that was using a rude word <gasps> Um, about married women and it was actually removed from the article post that so they probably couldn't feel they could withdraw the entire article but clearly um
1: there's All been concerns a little bit leery so
0: that's that's something that's been in the news for our so, news feature there we go
1: that's this week's feature well look, let's crack on because the uh, obviously marriage week had six ingredients as its theme we've talked about three of them we have not talked about forgiveness. But
0: hence hence the, the last uh, part of our title, just so we don't forget to mention oh, that. Because yeah. oh, we get excited by our titles and then it? think, do we actually reference them? But it's called, pre- the last part is called Pressing the Reset Button. So this
1: came from Time for Marriage.
0: Time for Marriage. Andy who, and Fiona Baines. They gave us some content for the Marriage Week website talking about forgiveness. And uh, one of the things that they put as one of their tips is forgiveness is about pressing the reset button so that we can start again. If we're getting, into a habit of practicing this on the little things each day, it will train us well for when we find ourselves needing to forgive the bigger stuff. And I thought that was very, very good. But I know you've got something you want to do first before we talk about that, don't you?
1: What the um the thing from the website from Marriage the video, Week. video, a yes. video. Yeah, which yeah, I know so you
0: might thinking it's a video, but we're slick. on a podcast.
1: Yeah, so um <laughs> during Marriage Week, as I was saying, there were the six ingredients and If you've not looked at them, do have a look at the um, Married website and have a look. There are six short videos of 59 seconds each long, so they can be Instagrammed. Um, And they are looking at the six ingredients. The
0: relationship ingredients. The relationship ingredients. That's the point. They are about different qualities Um, for relationships. So they're
1: really, really just interesting. Different, Different people, different couples. Well, we did one of them and ours was forgiveness. So I thought I'd play the audio from that video and then we'll just chat about it. So let me just get this queued up and we shall listen to the audio. Um, bear with me one second. Where we do have bigger arguments, because we do at times have bigger arguments, I think earlier on in our relationship, I would I would want to fix them. And
0: I was happier not being at peace with you for a bit longer. Definitely time was something that we learned to to give, to give me, to give us, yeah. to then be able to talk about things.
1: If the expectations were unrealistically high, you almost that sense of living on a tightrope, trying to get things right for one another. But I feel I can be myself, and I know that you are forgiving.
0: If you allow unforgiveness to fester. It means the resentment just kind of builds up. Any conversations you have, anything that happens, somehow it's underneath all of that. Without
1: forgiveness, there's a slight unreality about Mm. the relationship.
0: If you're feeling really hacked off with the other person, really grumpy, it's hard to make that choice. But once you've done that, you feel like a weight's been lifted. And then you start again, and then it's it's okay. And it really is okay. But it's about making those choices to to forgive and, and move forward.
1: So, nice oh, you music, look, nice fade out there. That, that was, was nice, thank yeah. you, John Bilbra. Excellent work,
0: <laughs> John Bilbra films. Um, very, very good um, quality films. And so. the thing
1: that is interesting, listening back, thinking, yeah, do I still agree with everything I said? And I think <laughs> I think I do. But that fix it thing is mm. classic, isn't it? Because. Mm when When there are challenges in the relationship, and i I want to fix things and I want to make it all right, yeah and uh you your comment was something like i 'm not as good as Nick, I want to fester for ages or no what was it you That's said. My- that-
0: I was saying that because um, you definitely want things to be sorted as quickly as possible. And it's not that I don't, but often I need longer to kind of deal with it, to process it, to feel grumpy about it. You know, when you feel hurt or upset by something, it's hard to to switch and suddenly be fine and okay. And so I do need more time to process that. But there there has to be a cutoff for that time. Otherwise, it can then fester. And if you then decide, well, I'm not going to deal with this at all, then it becomes becomes one of those things that's unsaid and can yeah. grow, which is why that statement from Time for Marriage about practising on the little things, um, so when the bigger stuff comes along, we know how to deal with it as well. So I think we all have different ways of dealing with, um, you know, situations in our relationships. If we're cross with each other or we've hurt one another, we have different ways of responding to that because our personalities will vary. Mm. But I think it is it is important to to know that the end goal is to... to to you know, to be forgiven and to forgive, and I was thinking about what are the things that stop that from happening. And I think our pride definitely admitting yep. that we've done something wrong yeah. is is difficult. Um, and I do think you you're quicker to do that. And I think it's partly out of your resolve. It's probably because I'm a little bit prouder than you. I don't know. Do you agree or disagree? Oh, oh. oh no,
1: I don't know the right answer.
0: <laughs> um, but also feeling hurt. If you feel hurt, and it, if you feel hurt by somebody, yeah. it's it's hard to move on quickly Um, and feeling of being misunderstood and actually this is um,
1: It's so frustrating isn't it? And you think if only I could explain in clearer words why I'm right. Yeah and
0: sometimes having to (laughs) accept that you may not be able to convince the other person your point of view Mm. and that last statement we, we have been talking about this because this coincides with parenting at the moment for us because obviously forgiveness you know as, as a couple is, is what we're talking about mainly but we are seeing it impacting on our on our parenting and making sure mm. that we are you know that we, of course, with your kids, you do. You're quick to forgive, but this whole accepting you may not be able to convince the other person of your point of view is something that is yeah. really stands out for us.
1: I, I was struck. I can't remember you said it before we started recording, or whether it's actually on the podcast about doing it for the in the little things as well. because yes. I yeah. think that's that's a really good point. Like, a, t- a people in relate a couple in relationship with one another will have conflict. I mean, absolutely. If there's no conflict, I think you're you're in denial or no one's ever saying what they really feel yeah and it's it's trying to be um open and honest without being hurtful in the reality that you share with one another but it's that sense of thinking uh, practice forgiveness in the small things the little mm. irritations that don't matter um and you know, it isn't even the always things, easy It's you know, not always be easy y- you might do something which you don't even notice and it doesn't It doesn't matter and it's i suppose so letting go isn't it it's letting go (laughs) but but the letting go of stuff is a small act of forgiveness and in learning and practicing forgiveness in the small things when larger things come along and when greater challenges Mm. uh do come across it's that response because i think there's a temptation for people to think you know well how can how can you forgive the biggest and you think of the most awful things that can happen in relationships and think mm. well would you forgive if that happened and i think that's almost that's a different that's different mm. um because we're thinking about the the long term being in relationship with one another yeah but um, that
0: said though that kind of the bigger thing i mean it is it's is important to kind of know how to have an intention around that because it comes back to the choices we made when we got married that you know for you know for better for worse worse isn't just you know maybe financial problems or it's might be you know emotional stuff with um, kids or not having kids or whatever those are big deals but also that the worst part is also to do with things that what you might do to the other person and whether or not you can work through those worst moments and i we were i was saying to, to nick before we started so we were talking about that program we watched quite recently um oh, and the it was th- called the victim yeah. and it was you know really kind of um difficult very hard emotional you know difficult situation this mother was facing um and her husband was kind of saying to you, you've you've got to let some of this go and and she was saying that the situation she was in, it was utterly unforgivable and he was saying to her in love, and it wasn't about him, it was another situation, but isn't that what forgiveness is, forgiving the unforgivable? Mm. And it sounds a bit like an oxymoron, like well an unforgivable thing is ever unforgivable, but the point is he was almost implying that, that maybe everything can be forgivable. Now I'm not saying, making a statement on that because I don't want to make any... I don't want to make a statement on that because you'll all have yeah. your own experiences but it's a challenge isn't it to think it's the things that are hardest are the things that need the most forgiveness most likely yeah,
1: yeah. and I didn't I didn't want to sound glib about the big things i guess yeah. obviously you want to address the big things and those are the challenges but the day to day things happen every single day um, I mean another I'm just thinking as well, the, the stuff that Time for Marriage produced, and um, they also said what's this quote here? Unforgiveness is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. It's a bit dramatic, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> sorry. But what, what, it is how, dramatic what do you see because, as that? What's well, that about?
0: Because it's it's that whole sense that if if we we're talking about the difference it makes to the other person potentially, or maybe that's how this conversation's been interpreted, that by if I forgive you, Nick, of something, I'm releasing you from that and you don't mm. have to feel bad anymore because it's horrible if yeah. you feel unforgiven. Yeah. It makes you feel bad. But if you're the person who is living with unforgiveness and you're saying, no, I'm not gonna forgive you, it and that comes back to my phrase about festering, it eats away at you yeah. and yeah. it can be more damaging, which is what this is saying. Unforgiveness is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. So it's damaging to yeah, you. Yeah. So there's that bigger picture. And I think that when we feel wronged as human beings, we're naturally fight for our rights, you know, we're we're instinctively we wanna look after number one, that mm-hmm. classic thing. And you might think that's an okay thing to do, but I think when you're in a relationship, you it's not about number one anymore. You you know, I, I want to put you first, but I know if you do the same, then that's a good place to be and that doesn't mean i always get that right you know i i still like to have a slightly bigger portion of ice cream when i'm serving up it because it's what i love um but i have to choose sometimes to give nick the bigger portion now that's a silly glib thing but you know what i'm saying it's yep. that that yeah. bigger picture of trying to have the intention of thinking I, I want to choose to to do the right thing by by unique and vice versa
1: yeah um, and, and fundamentally when you forgive someone it's you receive as much of a release from the situation yeah. as they do um and i i know maybe it's slightly off topic but situations where someone's been really hurt by someone but they they might have moved country or they might even have died and but the person think by forgiving them but they're never going to say okay that's all right because they've died but by forgiving them you get released mm. so actually the act of forgiving someone lets go of of the stuff the burden it
0: releases you and i think you know mental health issues are a big topic of conversation i think maybe we should talk about that at some point in marriages and relationships as well but actually forgiven unforgiveness impacts on our mental health as well Mm. because again we can't often we can't focus i mean this drama the victim you know the whole focus was this woman could not forgive this person um, and so it and it was just, destroying her. It was destroying her. It was destroying her family. That's the other yep. thing. It then impacted her family because of her behaviour around that. So when we are we are not forgiving of somebody, it can impact those around us, not just yep. the person we're yep. not forgiving. So um, yeah, forgiveness oh, is. I think
1: there's ab- plenty there. Absolutely.
0: Central, still working on this. We're still working towards this, not getting it right all the time. But that yep. is,
1: yeah, I rec-
0: recognizing it's important is is an important step, though, isn't Definitely. it? So anything that I've not forgiven you for, or that I'm not, we're, we're, uh, not, we're all no. up to date. <laughs> we're all good. So. I'll check the list. We're all good. When we come <laughs> off air, I'll, uh, I'll no, check We're all good. List we're all good at the moment. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, keep m- keeping a short account
1: That's also very yeah. important. Isn't so it? don't so. forget. If you have questions, please do email us at the M at gmail.com dot com and. Almost forgot to say, we are about to launch a Facebook page. Oh, yeah. So we can just do things like, because this is on, obviously, as you know, because you're listening to it, but it's the website, and Spotify, and iTunes, and whatever um, sort of MP3 podcast app you've got. Um, so you can find quick links from our Facebook page, and we'll we'll post stuff up. So maybe we should start with that shoehorn. Let's know. get a picture of that shoehorn up, because shoehorns may be something that everyone's known about, but never really never tried. Really for enjoyed themselves.
0: the simplicity of it, and you know the impact it can yeah. have. So or, look, you thank
1: know. you for getting to the end. of, yeah. <laughs> of yet another episode. Seven episodes in, um, and yeah, keep the questions coming. And have a great week. We'll be back in, in two, two weeks. weeks' time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>